Welcome back to Everyday Man of God Ministries. This is going to be a short podcast. I'm going to make this quick. I'm going to make this easy. I'm going to make this simple. Even though one might think this is not going to be so because of what I'm going to talk about. But I'm only going to talk about the actual verses in Scripture. So there is something called being saved and are saved. It's always been an argument, and the Catholics will say it's being saved. They're very much on that, being saved. That's it, being saved. And there are others who will say, no, it is saved. Okay, so the Protestants are, are saved, and the Catholics are being saved. That's where we are. Now, I'm not going to say every single one in the world is on that same argument, but they tend to be so. So is that true? Or should I say which is true? Are saved or being saved? I once read uh, on, and you know what, I'm going to pull it up because I do have my computer up and running to, during this podcast. And if I can find it, I'm going to read off of it. And uh, let's see, let's get to the downloads. I tried to screenshot this. Uh, is this it? There we go. So, there was one of these questions about being born again and stuff like that. And I was noticing how the verses always seem to change for salvation. But you know what? I'm not going to get into that right now because I don't think we actually have the time to do so. So, I'm going to exit out of that. <coughs> and I'm going to exit out of that. So, being saved or saved. Which one is it? Let us go to... What Bible I have here? I got like a bunch of them opened up. I got NIV, all of them here. Uh, King James. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna open up the King James because that is always the one I go with. Yeah, I'm a King James onlyist. I made a comment on a guy's. Uh, uh, what is that guy? Justin Peters. I was a little annoyed with him one day. I, I felt that he um, was very disrespectful to King James readers. He he's one of those people who builds up the King James, or I should say. Ah, it's a great Bible, those people are wonderful, and then in the same breath, talks about how stupid they are for reading that same Bible, and proceeds to rip apart the King James. It's a, it's a tactic they've used for years. It's amazing how they do it. So we're going to go to 1 Corinthians. That's what we're going to work with first. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 1.18. So 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. And there goes my phone dinging in the distance. Uh, let's see, 118, here we go, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish, foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God, so are saved, now, if you go to any of the other Bibles on the Catholic side of the realm, like, let's see, the NIB, wait, well, that is Catholic too, but uh, we'll go to the NASB, 1973 version, I believe. Uh, that, 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 I'm in 2 Corinthians, so I apologize. I think this is, yes, 1973 New American Standard Bible. That is also Catholic, but that's not the one I was looking for. Um, oh, we'll go with the 2000, uh, 2008 and NRSV. It is the Catholic edition. The Pope even signed it right in here, so we know he's okay with this. He's signed off on it, gave his little little imprint, so we're good to go. So we're going to go to 1 Corinthians in this uh, Catholic Bible. 
I work with a Catholic and he was saying, and I've heard other places, that this is the go-to. They, this is the one that they use if, when they're at home. Although others will say, we use them all, except for King James. Chapter 1, verse 18. Well, these pages just stick together. All right, it's fine in uh, 18 in this Catholic Bible. You don't have it, I hope. Um, For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, so it's got, oh, that's on verse 19. But being saved. If you have a computer screen and you download something, or you've got some documents you saved, you, they're saved, right? When you say, I saved my document, you saved them, right? Not, they're being saved. Eventually, one day, when it's all that sudden done, they'll be saved. Well, that doesn't really make any sense, does it? So that is 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. And the reason I talk about this, this goes along with the New King James. And I go to other Bibles, but they say New King James... It's just a different, a uh, little bit different wording because it, it's more modern, it's more up to date, it changes things. And I'm like, okay, all right, let's go to that particular verse, chapter one. Because I had this uh, discussion with somebody and they said, oh, it's a better, uh, it fixes the errors of the King James and the New King James. Yeah, I don't think so. When you leave out God and Jesus and pretty much a, a lot of scriptures, not so much. All right. In the New King James, this is, yes, uh, even I'm reading from the from the Legacy Partner, the Life Plan Study Bible, God's Keys to Personal Success, John Hagee Virgin. You know, he's a big time guy. This is his Bible. I'm gonna make a video. I still haven't made a video about the, about the blasphemy of the fact that he has his own pictures in a Bible. All right, chapter one, verse eighteen of First Corinthians. For the message of the cross is foolishness of those who are perishing, not perish, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Well, wait a minute. That's different than the Catholic, I'm sorry, that's different than the uh, King James. So you're, so you're being saved then. You're not saved. Because people who read the New King James, they'll tell you, no, you're saved. Baptists will, some of the Baptists read this and believe once saved, always saved. Well, I don't get it. Well, why are you reading from this? Because this says being saved, not saved. Well, that's a massive confusion. Huh. And we read the Catholic one that says being saved. That's weird. I was listening to uh, one guy on a YouTube video. He was talking about being saved. The reason it says being saved is because you're always being saved. And, you know, that's just the way it is. And you're not done completion. You're being saved being saved and they came up with this whole thing we're going to sanctification and all the salvation so all these steps so apparently when you accept Jesus Christ or you ask Jesus Christ to come to your life and change your life and, and help you you give everything to God God I can't do this anymore I need you you give it all up you're born again you're saved now you continue to live your life the way you're supposed to now I shouldn't say continue, because if you're continuing, then you were never living a good life in the first place. So what I mean is, you're changed. You're new. You've left out the old and the new. Or did you? Because if you're being saved, then you, you didn't quite leave that person behind. You're still the same person, so you're just kind of being saved. You're on your way to being saved. 
so you're not quite out of the dark. You're still in the dark. Or maybe maybe it's dusk and maybe it's dawn. I don't know. Because clearly you're not anew because you're, well, being saved. You're not completely saved. You see how ridiculous that sounds? Men like to make this confused, uh, as confusing as possible. And it's sad that it happens that way. And that's why I have a problem with New King James. It's, it's, it's not fixing or making something modern. You're changing things. You're changing it. And not to make it better, with a different context. And if you are saved, being saved, don't listen. Most people who read the New King James Bible are usually Pentecostal or some new modern Baptist, I guess, who are really Catholics in most places in disguise. But here's the thing. You're not changing the right words. It's not a thee. It's not a thou. It's not... You didn't fix go, well, we just want to put the in you to make it less confusing. No. You're changing the wording. You're changing it all. You're either saved or you're not saved. You're not like, eh, I'm kind of saved. I mean, I'm being saved. I mean, it's going to take 20, 30 years, but uh, well, I'll get there. What? I guess that's the justification of doing everything wrong in your life and going, hey, you know what? Nobody's perfect, man. We all fall short of the glory of God. You know you've heard that. That's one of my favorite lines of the sinners that are in the church. Hey, nobody's perfect. Um, yeah, nice call there, my friend. Way to state the obvious. If we were perfect, we would not be here. So, good job there, uh, rocket scientist. Uh, the MIT of theo theologians, uh, theologians, theologians. Yes, I'm speaking uh, uh, as fast as I can because I want to make this podcast as quick as possible. I say that it never goes as quick as I hope it will go. Not that I hope in a way that I don't want to do it. I, I try to keep it short if I can. But I'm a long-winded guy. See, that whole explanation was long-winded. So you can't be being saved. And ironically. Notice that the New King James Version matches the Catholic Version? Mm-hmm. How about, uh, how about the NIV? We're only going to do a couple of them. And I'm going to go over a list with you. So let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. In the New Testament, uh, you know, you may not have it, like I said, which is good. You may not have the NIV. I hope not. If you do, I'm hoping one day you'll Move on to the right Bible. That's right, I said it. I'm sticking to it. Verse 18, the NIV. I wonder what that says. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God, for it is written, being saved. Well, there it is again. Being saved. So the NIV says the same thing. So I guess I really don't need the New King James Version to explain the King James Version because the NIV says the same thing as the New King James Version. Or does the New King James Version say the same thing as the NIV? See what I'm saying? Early 80s for the NK and 70s for the NIV. Now, let's just read off a couple of Bibles here. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. In the 1611 KJV, it says are saved. 
The New King James Version says being saved. The 2002 and the 2011 and the 1984 NIV say being saved. Hmm. Uh, let's see. 1986 New American Bible. Or the Catholic Bible. Being saved. The 2008 NRSV. That would be the New Revised Standard Version. Says being saved. The New Living Translation. The NLT. You know. Says they're part of Tyndale. Also being saved. So, oh, the NASB being saved, 1973. Here's the interesting part. So, 1611 we discussed are saved. And here's where, where, where something fascinating happens. Well, not yet. Hold on. Let me get there. 1560 Geneva are saved. Tyndale, the original 1534, are saved. Now here's where it gets interesting. And this is for the Catholics. Remember how you were telling me that, you know, the, the Dewey Reams, those who are out there, that's the best one. That's the gold standard for Catholic Bibles. They made it easier, a little easier to understand also along the way, kind of like the whole King James idea. The 1610 and 1611 uh, Dewey Reims says are saved. What? I don't understand. The New American Bible and the NRSV, well, they say being, but they're Catholic Bibles. But the Catholic Bible never changed, remember? It's always been the same. <clears throat> The important stuff doesn't change, so I guess that doesn't change. The St. Joseph's in 1959, St. Joseph's Catholic Bible, says are saved. Oh, I forgot to mention the Net Bible, the NAT. That says being saved also. Forgot about that one. The 1959 Confraternity Dewey text says are saved. And some say that is the precursor to the NASB. Or the NAB, rather. But they changed that to being saved. Well, I'm a little confused. I'm a little bit lost. Hey, Catholics, I, I thought you said that the Dewey Reams was it. I even read an article that said the same thing. I watched a video of a guy say, explain the same thing. The Dewey Reams is the best there is. Oh, I'll read other ones, but Dewey Reams is, you know, they're the most accurate. They're, 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 yeah, that, that's it. That's the cream de la creme. Well, then you couldn't even keep it straight in your own mind. Let us understand the New King James Version for a moment. On the back of a New King James, it was a parallel Bible. And uh, it literally says, it's a bridge to the newer versions. They're admitting right there and then 
that this was not about fixing any kind of errors that they thought they were fixing. That Oh, there was just a couple of words they were fixing. No, they're telling you right there, it is a bridge to the newer versions. And what are the newer versions? Nothing but newer perversions. It's a bridge to Catholics. It's a bridge to the new Catholic Bibles. It's a bridge to all the sisters because all the people, all these NIVs are the sister churches of that. That's all it's always been. But I want you to notice something. In 1959, the St. Joseph. Now, I have a 1970 Catholic Bible, and I don't know where I put it. And I should have pulled it out for this video. But it also says, being saved. So then what happened between 1959 and 1970? Why would it change? Because every Bible, by the way, from the 70s on, was being saved. Except for the early Dewey Reams Catholic Bibles and the King James. They had other differences, trust me. But why that change? Well, something happened in 1965. Oh, I gave the year away, so you might know what it is. Well, that was Vatican Council II. And on page 112 of the Second Vatican Council II, it says, we're going to basically, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me, and I, I was going to get it, but it basically said, everybody's getting together from the Protestant churches and stuff like that, and the Catholic churches, to make... A better Bible. What? What are you talking about? I don't understand. How could that be? Well, it be, my friend. And I really believe, and I'm, I'm still searching for a couple of Bibles that came out in 1966. Um, some Catholic Bibles to see if it changed then, because obviously that would be much more proof, other than the fact that I have 1970 and I have 1959. Uh, but I don't have anything in the 60s. And I thought I did, but I do not. So do you understand what's going on here? And they changed it in the mid-60s. That is the beginning of the end, so to speak. I want to say full throttle, but that's not really full throttle yet. That's where we are now, but... Uh, that's when they're like, this is it. We're about to put this in the high gear, and what a perfect time to do it. You had Vietnam, Woodstock, all this whole country is in turmoil. So who's really going to notice the, the changes in the 1965 with the Vatican Council too? Yeah, I know, people are going to say, well, it didn't, it didn't start in 1965, you know. I, I understand that. There's more than one pope involved. I understand that. But do you understand that it's right there? There are a lot of people who have never even read the Council of the Trend, uh, Vatican Council II, Vatican Council I, which is a little shorter, obviously. Catholics don't even read them. I'm not saying all. A lot of Roman Catholics don't. So to me, that's where the change is. It's in 1965. Now again, when I find a 1966 Catholic Bible... And somebody's going, well, that doesn't prove anything. If you have one Bible, oh, I'm going to get more. Don't worry. You have to understand, if you are in that system, as the Bible says, get out of her. Get out. You're going to hell. 
you're going to hell. It is just that simple. Oh, I'll oh, become a Protestant like you. Go to, go to a Baptist church. Or, no. No, you can hear a lot of sarcasm. I understand that in my voice right now. But that's not what I'm saying. You get out of the church buildings altogether. I said almost two years ago that these church buildings were going to fall. They were going to be torn down. They weren't going to exist anymore. Well, what's going on? What's going on now? They're burning down. Churches are going to be destroyed. I said this two years ago. Doesn't mean I'm a prophet. It means I read the Bible. The end is here. I don't know how many signs, never mind the secular world, you Christians out there, how do you not see it? Because you're blind. And most of you are not really Christians. And there are some well-meaning ones that think they are. Some people need to be with others in a building. They feel like that's the only way they can get close to God. It's not the only way. When I go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15. Get down over here. Where am I here? Alright, verse 15. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. That is the New King James. Let's go over here to the, uh, the actual King James. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. To the one we are, the savor of death unto death, and to the other the savor of life unto life, and who is sufficient for these things. Well, that's, you're saved. I'm not going to read from the NIV I'm not going to read from the NRSV Catholic one or the NAB because they also say being saved. So ask yourself, do you think God wants you saved or do you think he wants you to go through a lifetime of well, you're being saved? You'll get there. Maybe. Eventually, I'm not really happy. I need you to do some other stuff. Maybe some penances. Maybe some indulgences. Maybe some of those things. What kind of God would make you wonder if you're saved? What does that have to do to be saved? Well, you're going to have to talk to your Pope about that. I don't think God's going to tell you that. Yeah, you know, your priest will tell you there's some seminars that you can go to. You know what? There's a, there's a college you can go You know, there's some workshops you can go to. If, here's the thing. If you buy this workshop, you, you'll be able to figure it out. You really think God is like that? If you, if you do, you are not saved. And you're not being saved. Not at that moment, but you can be saved. See, I always find it funny, like I said earlier, that the Baptists tell you once saved, always saved. Which means, and if you, if you sin, then you were never saved in the first place. 
They never say you're being saved. But yet, some of the churches who, the Baptist churches who do read the NET, um, yes, I know I was in a Baptist church that uh, is fine with that. Uh, the New King James Version, they felt that's better. Well, but the being saved doesn't really fit, does it? So, the King James, I call it sometimes, I call it the lineage of it. Going back to Tyndale all the way through. Well, it's, you're saved. You are saved. You're not being saved. So that is a beautiful thing that the Roman Catholic Church came up with in the Second Vatican Council. You're being saved. It had to match their doctrines. They wrote it one way, but they teach it another. I've talked to people that are Catholic like this, and they'll argue with you that that doesn't say that. That's or or they'll say that's not true. And I will ask them, so you disagree with me? Yeah, I absolutely disagree. That's not what we've been taught. Well, I'm confused because that's what your catechism says. And then even if you show it to them, they'll still deny it. So for me, I'd rather know that when I give my life to Jesus, when I give my life to God, when I say, this is all I have, and it all goes to you, I am nothing without you. I know that I'm saved at that moment in time. And I will live a godly life for the best that I can. Will I make mistakes? Yes. Making mistakes in your life. And let's not get it. Well, I mistakenly killed that guy. That's a different type of mistake. Making mistakes along the way and maybe letting anger get a little the best of you once in a while. I'm not saying it's right. But we are human. Doesn't mean we're being saved. It means we're human. And we're not perfect. But we were definitely better than we were the day before. Remember when you were drinking and you no longer drink? Remember when you used to smoke but you no longer smoke? Remember when you cursed and you now you no longer curse? Remember when you listened to all that secular music? I'm from the 80s, so I'll say like ACDC and Motley Cruz and uh, Poison and uh, Aerosmith and all that. Remember that? You don't listen to that anymore. And it doesn't affect you. It doesn't bother you. You don't look back and go, I missed that music. Because if you did, then all you're doing is trying to do a work. Now you're just trying to do the right thing and hope to get to somewhere. See, I'm saved. I don't think about those things. I don't miss any of that. Not a single bit of it. So I'm saved. You're saved if you feel the same way. You're not being saved. If you're being saved, then you never left anything behind. Your life is a struggle and you, and you were told that it will be. My struggle in this life will not be fighting against that. My struggle in life will become the per persecution of which I will receive. That's the difference. Being saved... 
I never fixed anything in my life. Being, if I am saved, those things are not what they were, and I am new. So the next time somebody tells you that you're being saved, tell them, no, I'm not on that hamster wheel. God has me. So I appreciate your time listening to this podcast today. I didn't want to go too long. I was going to go to Romans. And I was going to, go to Matthew 7.14. I was going to go to Romans 8.24 and talk a little bit of stuff like that. But I'm not going to. Being saved, in my opinion, is an invention of the devil. Demonic spirits. To tell you you're never going to be complete till the day you die. We know we're not complete till the day we die. We know we're not going to be per- perfect until the day we die and go to go to heaven. All right, well, you don't go to heaven first. You're going to lie in state. Well, unless you're going to ca- catching away, if you're still on the earth for that, then that's a different story. My friends, someone said to me in a comment that I made in a video a long time ago, it's easy to live for God, but the world tells you it's not. I'm not in the world. I'm sorry, I'm not of the world. I'm not in all that. I'm not trying to be friends with everybody. I sometimes am bothered by the fact that people even like me at work. I feel like I'm failing as a Christian. I'm like, well, then I guess I'm not saying enough things. But then I stop, but I notice, well, they're not the same as they were when I started. And I thank the Lord that I was in that position to be able to say anything to people that might help lead them in the right direction. So again, I'm going to end this with, when they tell you you're being saved, you're not on that hamster wheel. You are saved. God bless. Have a good night.